I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design. The total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits, where we walk you through Bitcoin bit by bit so we can provide you with the information you need to succeed and persist. Back with another episode, and I got Michael Atwood in the house. What's going on, Michael? Hey, man. Things are great. It's good to be back. Things are good, man. The it's last probably my, my favorite uh, Bitcoin podcast, honestly. Ooh. Truly. Because like how you put it together, like yeah. your, your your passion for like the value for value. It's cool to see, man. Glad yeah, I appreciate it, man. Uh, a lot of things have changed since the last time you came here. This is uh, our first one together here in person. Yeah. I think the last one we did it in Zoom, which uh, to what you to the point that you just said, the way I do it. Boy, do I hate Zoom conversations. <laughs> oh, man, it takes the flavor out of everything. It kind of, yeah. Like, you can't control the look. You can't control the sound. So I, I was thinking about, like, who I'm going to get on the show uh, a few weeks ago. And I'm like, I got to get Michael back. And we got to do this in person here yeah. at TFTC Studios, which Heck is beautiful. Yeah. yeah, the last time I was in, like, a little <laughs> podcast, like, mini studio room, like, at an office downtown. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just... Now this is we got a beautiful setup here. You've done a great job, man. Thanks, man. Nah. Listen at NFTFTC. Yeah, no, Marty and everybody who put this together appreciate. Uh, I got to give Kaylee love. The Commons is oh, just yeah. an amazing place, and yeah. I, I've been working with her to try to get, um, you know, not only TFTC Studios to to basically be a place where creators come, mm-hmm. uh, but similar to what you're doing with Austin Bitcoin Club, make it a place where Bitcoiners want to come and show up for events. Right. Um, and I, I she's. You know, there's very few people that I put up there on like the hardest working list, but she she's sticking and moving. Oh yeah, incredibly supportive. Yeah, uh, yeah. just yeah, we're we're really fortunate to have a space like this, like all the different Bitcoin meetups and podcast studio. And yeah, just a place to to come and. Yeah, I remember I told her when I got here, I was like, um, because I was you know I was kind of like tipping and towing, like you think uh, like from a distance, you think about like Marty Bent, and you think about like, yeah. like hey, I, that's that's his studio. I <laughs> yeah. Can't really, so I just talked to her now, and, um, and shout out to Parker Lewis too, by the way, uh, for because yeah. he's a big part of the Commons and. and what I heard this here. was like his design. Like, is it? Yeah, I, I thought I heard Marty say something about like it's like the Parker Feng Shui here. Like this is his. Nice. <laughs> well, that, I mean, I know the whole Bitcoin Commons thing was like his idea, his baby. He spearheaded it, like yeah. uh, from from what I know. So yeah, there's a lot of people to thank. Um, but I remember I came to her and I was like, "Hey, like." Talking in bits, like I, 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 like I'll take one of these other rooms here. Like I, I, I saw a uh, shout out to Car, but I saw a Car was doing um, PBS over there in the corner. Yeah. yeah, right. Like man, like out in the open, and I even told her that I was like, look, if I can't get a room, like I'll do it in the open. Right. Like it's all good. And then she was like, what? Just use Marty's studio. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's an option. <laughs> uh, of course, every, listeners know I work at Unchained Capital, so there might be some benefits and perks there. But like, yeah, here we are, man. And I've, I find that a big piece of why Talking and Bits continues to grow and rebrand and get better. And yeah, so um, to circle okay. all that, man, what's been good since we last spoke, man? Oshi? Oh, man. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind, I think. You think? Yeah, uh, you know, there's yeah, great. there's a lot that's happening. It's been good though. Yeah. Um, since we last spoke, was I doing 
Austin Bitcoin Club since we last spoke? I don't even know if I was. I don't even know. It might have been early on in that transition. How did yeah. that happen? Before we get into Oshi, how did like you take the realms of, of how did you accept to do that? Because that's a big responsibility. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I had run a, a meetup in Reading. And, you know, we had like five people show up <laughs> most times. <laughs> they, the guys over there. Five maxis, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the guys over there. Uh, now Alan and Jed and you know, they're awesome, awesome group of guys. But uh, yeah, I drove down here, met him. We did a block party, right? And then um, before you know it, I, I kind of just started focus on Oshi. They were doing ABC. Then they had Pleb Lab too. Yep. And they're like, man, we're getting really busy, kind of too busy. And one one evening they said, hey, do you want to um, set something up? Do you want to like host the next Austin Bitcoin Club? Yep. And I was like, cool, I know exactly. Yeah, I'll do it. I know exactly what I'm going to talk about. I'll talk about, I want to talk about e-commerce, Bitcoin, accepting businesses. We'll get a panel. Like, let's go. Like, that's my, like, that's what I do. Like, that's, I was much more of a generalist in times past whenever it comes to Bitcoin and really yeah. a lot of different things. But I definitely am honed in and focused on the business perspective of the Bitcoin circular economy, right? So I was, yeah. I was really excited to, to hop up there and do that and then, Afterwards, you know, they talked with Erica and I. And they're like, "Hey, do you just want to like keep doing this?" And you did. That was amazing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, "You know, yeah, I do." But I mean, I got a company, yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah. a family. Um, and I I thought about it for a while, and I'm like, "All right, one time a month." Of course, there's like some planning and stuff, but like once a month. So yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And yeah, it's been like six months and I've just put together the panels that I wanted to see yeah. each, each month. And yeah. uh, we've had help from you, yeah. Logan, you know, Erica, there's, there, there's so many people that have helped out in, in various ways. You know, Michael, uh, we're going to have, um, so the, uh, man, I'm totally drawing a blank, the pedicab. Uh, Alex, his name yeah, is okay. Alex. Yeah, so, I've seen him on Twitter. And of course, the other Alex, the design man. We just had so much help, but yeah, he's gonna come in next month, and he's gonna do. You know the Alex Stein act, like I, the whole thing where like they get up there with like the mask, and it's a, it's like a joke, and he's like, we should demand that everybody get vaccinated and mandatory. No, this I'm dumb to that. So it's like that? Alex Stein. I don't know. He's yeah. become like this <laughs> sensation. He goes to like city halls yep. and just like basically says like the most crazy shit. Like we need full blown communism, and if anybody leaves, <laughs> and like you know, it's satire, right? So yeah. Alex, um, he's based in Austin. Different Alex. Uh, he does kind of the s similar things. Uh, Interesting. So we're gonna get him next month to yep. do a little stuff about running your own node and like anti Bitcoin satire. Now you this the upcoming one. Yeah, next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Next I keep forgetting. Yeah, well, it's coming up. Yeah, when people listen to this, it probably already passed. Uh, no, actually, this could be. Anyways, yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, it's yeah, all right. Yeah, no, yeah. no pressure. No pressure. Whenever yeah, it comes yeah, out, yeah. it comes out. But yeah, they'll, they'll be able to go back and see it because sure. they I didn't even know it happened. They'll be like, oh, let me check out this Austin Bitcoin clip. Yeah, but they, you know, they should check out Austin Bitcoin. And then the beautiful part about it that I think you've added to that whole many things you've added to the the thing is is that now people can catch it afterwards. Yeah, which I think is super important yeah. uh, because, boy, when I was back in Massachusetts, I had that like that FOMO. Like every time yeah. I would see like that like message pop up that basically said, um, you know, this is about to happen yeah. at the Commons or whatever. I was just like, fuck. Like, yeah, I'm out of that. I can't see any of that. And now yeah. it's like you've made it to the point where you've encapsulated the video. Uh, you've released it on YouTube. You've even released it on podcasts, which I think is super creative. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, I love that. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was playing around with the podcast on my own and then it was like, you know, for like a low level, like it's yeah. easy enough, you know, like to just do a quick edit. Yeah. No video. Yeah. Like, well, on the podcast, I like, throw up the audio with the help of like you and Logan. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's easy enough, but yeah, it gives everybody something to listen to. Yeah, you know, it's super organic, like grassroots Bitcoin meetup stuff. And it's, yeah, is is that the only meetup that's an audio version? Like uh, uh, Bitcoin Park. Also, are they okay? Well, I'm, they're big on privacy. So they have, I know they, that. Yeah, so they have. They might be doing something like that in the future. I don't want to like speak yeah, <laughs> on behalf yeah, of yeah. Rod. Like I don't want to, but I, I think. Yeah, they are big on privacy and I think they really like that conversation where it'll be like totally off the cuff without having anybody there having to worry about like, oh, I shouldn't have said that or, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I think in general, like my my take on this and, um, you know, I think that in general, like most of the people that we, we invite are perfectly comfortable like being on camera and they yeah. already go on podcasts and stuff. So, um, and if they do misspeak or something, we'll be like, hey, all right, man, we'll Just cut, we'll that, cut out. that out. Yeah. Like we talked a lot about privacy in the last panel. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, Tony Giorgio and like he wasn't on camera, he right? Because right. he didn't want to be on camera. Like, yeah, totally, man. Yeah. And he's like, and you know, it's just, <laughs> he said, don't live stream it, please, just in case like I say something that's going to put me in jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah, no problem, man. And, and we, we, we listened to it and he's like, okay, yeah, it's all, it's all good. It's well, all that, good. that's, that's huge because what that tells me is that big corners are, are like, we're fighting big fights, right? right? Like if you're worried about like, it could put me in jail. Right. You're not just like trying to build like a supercomputer, like Ethereum guys are doing or something like that. You're literally fighting something big here. Yeah. Uh, and speaking about big things. So my yeah. argument to, and I, I know Bitcoin Park, and, and I understand the privacy aspect. It is extremely important. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to be doxxed, you should not be doxxed. Mm -hmm. But my, my thought about it is, is like those people that don't want to be doxxed also are usually the ones that have the most like wisdom to share. Yeah. And it's like, so if I think about like a fire spreading, Right. And, and we want this to be contagious. We want people to like listen to these, you know, panels and like get bullish or get motivated or get whatever analogy you want to use there. But like when they when, when I go to a Bitcoin meetup and the person says, hey, I don't want this to go broadcasted or I don't want this to whatever or I don't want to jump on the podcast. Man, that's like putting just like a bowl over that fire. Right. right? And like putting it out. And it's yeah. like, man, you would you were spread literally you your fire was spread everywhere and contribute so much to the cause. Um, but right. in their respects, they really don't, don't, yeah, they don't care like, about that. With privacy, especially, um, you know, in some cases, I think this like perfect is the enemy of good sort of thing yeah. on occasion. But, you know, they, they, um, I respect, yeah, obviously we, we both respect um, that, that argument. But uh, yeah, I, I remember uh, one time, and I think Rod has told this story a couple of times as well. Like somebody was like, can we just like, please, uh, He's like, this is amazing. Like, we're all here. It was at it was at a Bitcoin Park meetup, yep. one of them, one of the meetups, and you know, we're all here. And like, this is amazing. And like, this just feels good. There's so many people here. Like, can we please like take a photo or something? And you know, and 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 Rod's argument, which is a very good one, is like, well, once you like say, oh, it's okay for a photo, then like for before you know it, everybody's like snapping selfies. Yeah. And, you know, I've had to like very politely tell people at ABC, like, hey. Take a photo of the people that definitely want to have a photo of them because they're being recorded. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, don't don't take a picture of anyone else in the room. And that's been that's been really good uh, yeah. for us so far. But you know, it just goes to what you're saying. Like, if if that could escape and people could be like, dang, this is what's going on. Like, this is possible. Right. Like in Nashville, Tennessee, or Austin, Texas, you can you can have like this this 
crazy turnout and yeah. this passionate of, uh, you know, impassioned conversations yeah. about freedom and, and you know, Bitcoin. Like it's, uh, it should goes be, a long way. Should be broadcasted yeah, to, to the world. Yeah. 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 It's gotta be. And sometimes I think like, you know, we, we haven't gotten like a lot of YouTube views or podcast listens. I don't even know. I need to look. I just kind of yeah. set it, put, throw it up there, forget yeah. it. And just, but I know that the content that's being created uh, and again, like mad prop, like I'm just, you know, putting some names in a hat and, you know, I mean, it's a little more than that. And just <laughs> I'm drawing, sure it's more than that. It's but. a little more than that, but like, uh, you know, and, and putting a panel together, but the people that come out and some of them fly out, you know, like Amazing. from Canada, from all, all over to, to participate, like those voices are going to be heard and these are going to go in like a time capsule. And one day people are going to look at and be like, damn, like this was this is like, this is the Austin Bitcoin scene back in 2022. Like, 100%, you know, I just yeah. feel like there's some element of that, perhaps. Maybe I'm wrong. 100%. Yeah, it's <laughs> like that. Like, like if you just read, you know, uh, um, stories of like the Renaissance, right? Of like, you know, when our founding fathers, which were teenagers, by the way, yeah. uh, were basically like in town square, basically like, we're about to overthrow this bullshit ass government. That's, you know, like that is stamped in history as you can read it and you can see it. And you're right. When you know, fast forward 20, 30 years from now, same right. thing. Like that yeah. night at Austin Bitcoin Club changed my life. I was able to do this. I was able to do that. I was able to learn this. Um, yeah, I'm really yeah. big about getting that movement. Plus, I think when you're in front of the panel, and this is a little bit of experience from when you had mm -hmm. me speak about the value for value, it says, um, I think you're more passionate about your message when you're sitting in front of people. Yeah. As opposed to like this setup where there's nobody here. Mm. Um, there's intimacy here, meaning that you may divulge certain things. But like when you're in front of, say, say 50 people, boy, do you put the oomph behind the message. Right? Yeah. Like you're just passionate about it. So yeah. to go back to why it should be shared as a podcast or whatever, is, is that now that fire has the oomph behind it. That message is not like a, a long substack thread. It's like a legit right. from the heart in front of the people speaking and you're capturing that and 100%. sharing it. Hell yeah. And that's you, massive. You dude. dished it out, man. I, I loved your, uh, you know, demo on podcasting 2.0 value for value. And of course, like, yeah, man, everything you said, it was Appreciate clutch. It. I was like, yeah, I know Jose is going to just kill it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was did. like, that was amazing, man. That was a week into Austin. Like yeah. I just got here a week yeah, and then you hit right. me up and I was just like, yeah, already, huh? This is already, all right, sure. Yeah. Uh, but I'm very passionate about it. Like I've been going on my rants lately, uh, which is not really rants. It's true. And it's not a secret, but I want to remind people like, Certain Bitcoiners have the hills that they die on, right? Mm -hmm. So like you said earlier, there's a lot of different things you can get into when it comes to Bitcoin. Yeah. And to me, it's the combination of an RSS feed and Bitcoin lightning specifically, but Bitcoin, uh, you know, saving free speech. Mm -hmm. Like that's been my biggest thing that I continue to harp on and continue to pay attention to and continue to contribute to uh, because, you know, if I've learned many things, obviously Bitcoiners are taking on money in state, right? right? Like. Obviously, Bitcoiners, like I talked to Andy uh, from CrowdHub, obviously, Bitcoiners are taking on well, Big Pharma, yeah. right? And healthcare. Yeah. Bitcoiners are taking on food, right? Mm -hmm. The Beef Initiative. Mm -hmm. And they, so, like, the, the Bitcoiners are taking on the biggest things ever. Uh, I would even argue that Bitcoiners that do 3D printing are taking on 2A. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. they're taking care of that. So, it's like, <laughs> you know, how come not many people are speaking up about the fact that free speech is a problem because you get censored, you get shut down? And then now with value for value and lightning, and the RSS feed, which is decentralized by nature, it always right. has been, we now have that tool to fight that as well. We are quite literally creating the Bitcoin economy. <laughs> All aspects 100%. of it. Media, food, yeah. health, 
protection. And those are privacy, big security. Fights. Yeah, like those yeah. are not like like I said a little while ago. Like like it seems like every time I don't really pay attention to Ethereum. So like you know somebody could probably be like, oh, well, you're just not paying. Sure, fair. But when I do pay attention quickly and briefly, it's always some nonsense cause right. that we're doing this for. Right. Like, oh, how do we make like a better Twitter? Or like, eh. yeah, yeah. And then you like yeah. listen to the big corners, and it's like, well, how do I take on big pharma? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, holy crap! <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. do you take on right? And then they always have a really good solution for doing that. Uh, and, and then like you hear like the, Alex Jones is the easy example because he's yeah. the one that but you hear like what's happening to Alex Jones uh, when you hear like Kanye West thing lately right. you hear about all these things and then I'm sitting back as like a basic nobody if you want to call it damn thinking like well duh like yeah. they control all that <laughs> yeah, yeah. so how come Kanye West ain't releasing his content whether it's an album or whether it's something he wants to say on an RSS feed backed by lightning how come Alex Jones' podcast or whatever it is, because I don't listen to Alex Jones, really. Mm-hmm. How come he's not following this protocol that has already been laid out for you to be uncensorable? Is he, is he captured? I mean, hey, no matter how much money you have, I guess he's like, well, if I release this album yeah, on Apple, that's true. then I get... But, but what I'm... I guess what, maybe to piggyback of what you're saying, it's like, people need to be brave. Kanye yeah. needs to go out and be like, hey, look, the only way you can pay for this new album... yeah. Is with fucking Bitcoin. Right. Like, what if? What if that happened? Like, you know, if I were to say that, hey, look, the only way you can listen to my podcast. Yeah. And, hey, right. people are like, okay, cool. But if Kanye says oh, everyone's going to figure out pretty quick yeah. how to use Bitcoin. So yeah. I don't know. Like, we need somebody to be bold and brave. Like, we need somebody that is, that does have this power. Yeah. Was, uh, you know, to, to just put themselves out there. Like, what do they got to, they can just try it first. And then if they get no sales... Then, then they can fall back on. Oh, they'll get sales. <laughs> you know, they'll get sales. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for yeah. sure. But it's like, what are they afraid of? I guess. Yeah. Um, like I, I did. Adam Curry was saying to somebody on like one of my threads that he was underneath. He was basically saying like, "Hey, I told uh, Reddit this. I told Facebook this when they basically told me that I was making a mistake by going decentralized or going to a different platform." Mm-hmm. And his argument was basically like. If the people that really I'm going to paraphrase this. He didn't say this But like I like to say it In my flavor The people that really Fucks with me Are going to follow me Wherever I go Right So like You're right If Kanye West goes wherever You're going to see A bunch of people Learning how to use Bitcoin yeah. Lightning wallets right? I mean Cash App They would just use Cash App Alright cool Whatever Awesome is, let's yeah. go And then to that <laughs> same argument um, two, two points That I want to make there I don't know what, what, what Jay-Z and Jack Dorsey Are waiting for Because I know Lightning on title Is inevitable Yeah it's been yeah. talked about for a few years now since they made the acquisition or the the whatever. That needs to happen because that's also going to further this this uh, innovation, right? But let people listen to music and pay through sets. But right. I was having this conversation with uh, Shane Larson, who works here at Unchained Capital, uh, the the other day on his uh, first episode of this podcast. Which shout out to Shane, please go listen to Shane's podcast. Good dude. Uh, I appreciate anybody who's trying to work on a podcast. Is he um, like the master of multi-sig? Is that what his... Who, I, I, Shane? Yes, yeah, no, that was Phil, right? Well, Phil. But, Phil's but, the but, no, but Shane, I heard Shane, he's written blogs on multi-sig, right? Or is, is that no, the right No, no, you think about Tom Hanzik, right? Ah, oh, okay, yeah, 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 I'm thinking about Shane that. has written a, a, a Plebs Journey, uh, which is sort of his story into Bitcoin, into right. the rabbit hole, which is pretty good. Uh, but, but Shane is a really good dude. But my point is, is we're both, you know, as most people are, Joe Rogan fans, yeah. right? So like, same to what you're saying, is it's like, so Joe Rogan has had Adam Curry on his show about four or five times. Yeah. 
Three of those times, Kareem's talked about podcasting 2.0. Yeah. Right. And you said this yeah. a, a little bit uh, a, a second ago, a minute ago, which is like, well, the incentives don't line up or if the bag is big enough. Yeah. Like Joe Rogan knows Bitcoin. Joe mm -hmm. Rogan knows what it can do for, for free speech. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, and he mm -hmm. kind of combated this, I think Joe Rogan's $100 million plus contract is too big for him to give a shit about what we're trying to build here and decentralized yeah. podcasting. He would be the guy for podcasters, especially being connected to Adam Curry, to come out and say, you know what, Spotify? You've put up fucking COVID things underneath all my episodes. You made me apologize two times already. Mm, twice, He's apologized huh? twice already during this contract <laughs> thing. And I'm not talking about like during the episode saying, hey, let me just apologize. I'm talking about like yeah. you made a dedicated episode with you apologizing. Right. That wasn't because of you. That was because of that Spotify contract that you had to honor. Right? right. And then there was earlier discussions where he had Alex Jones on or whatever, where they were censoring episodes, where they were basically like, you would go on the timeline and they were just gone. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't even like they... So, like, Joe Rogan is the perfect advocate candidate for podcasting 2.0 right. and the guy that could literally tip this shit on its... Right over. He could open the floodgates. But he doesn't. He doesn't. Why? I don't know. I, I, do, I mean, because $100 me, million. Dollars, me, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, $100 million is like, be bold. Like, be brave. You know, like. That's what I was saying. I, be but. Like, come on. I mean, but hey, he's got his family. He's comfortable. Right. And, and that's quite literally, like, in general, what we're up against. We're up against this complacency with yeah. the fiat monetary network. Yeah. Um, You're right. I like the uh, but the, be bold. Come on, like I mean, how much money is is enough? I mean, hey, if you make a hundred million, like then that's not enough. You know, you got to make five hundred. Like, but I get it. But it's, at the same time, it's like, how much is enough? I mean, yeah, do something that you're gonna be proud of yourself for. Do something that your family is gonna be proud of you for. Your grandchildren are gonna be proud of you for. And I don't know. I mean, is he is he worried that it's just gonna be a total shit show disaster and? He's never going to be able to put food on the table. Like, what's the deal? I doubt that. I mean, <laughs> you know, exactly. If, if that's so it's the case. Like, I mean, he still has the UFC stuff. He still does other stuff. He does comedy for a living. Yeah. Like, he's a business owner. He, he does a lot of different things. So yeah. I don't think it's that. I honestly Why genuinely, not just do it on the side? I think it's just a Spotify contract. Time. I think it's like, I'm curious yeah. to see when this contract is over, what happens with that. When, did, when does that end? Is I, don't, it, I don't know. And I'm all speculating here. Hopefully like, soon. Like I like I like hopefully I like the Jay Z line. Uh, I tell a lot of people this: uh, "What you eat don't make me shit," and, and I think that's super important because, like, it, yeah, his family's good. Like Joe Rogan don't give a fuck about me. You know, like, right? like, like, listen, man, I'm a hundred million deep right now. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but to me, is like he goes a lot on his episode, especially during these last few years with COVID and mm -hmm. political stuff, and is always talking to people and talking about the fact that censoring media uh, is is a bad idea. Right. Like whether you have something stupid to say or something uh, uh, great and fantastic to say, um, it's just, just a bad idea. It's like right. book burning. Right? right. It's like the literally the modern age mm -hmm. book burning. Mm -hmm. 100%. So <laughs> he has the platform back to what Curie said. If you're good enough, people will follow you where you go. People are going to go wherever Joe Rogan goes. Mm -hmm. That's why they went to Spotify. Yeah. I didn't have the Spotify app before Joe Rogan moved over there. By the way. Right. So like I know right. he has the knowledge. He has Adam Curie, who's literally ground pioneered podcasting 2.0. Mm -hmm. He has everything in his view and every reason to do so. But for some freaking reason, and I'm thinking it's the contract, yeah. he just can't go out and say, you know what? 
Joe Rogan Experience is now decentralized. You can find it anywhere. Stream some sets. Donate however you want. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that's troubling because of what you said, capturing. Right. Even the biggest podcaster in the world, if you put a big enough check in front of him, can be mm-hmm. captured. Mm-hmm. And until he shows me otherwise, and I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. This sounds mm-hmm. like I'm a hater of Joe Rogan, but I'm a yeah. fan of Joe Rogan. Right. Until he shows me otherwise, your virtue when it comes to that arena really doesn't mean shit to me because you're captured. The money has decided. The money has decided. And I think like whenever you have a money that's always running away from you, I feel like that makes people fixated on money more and more and more and more. Uh, You know, you can save it, but it's going to waste away or... Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's a disease, man. So it's, it's a weird disease. feeling. I was having that conversation, and I was just like, man, like he, you know, Shane was giving me good points back. Maybe he's just not curious about Bitcoin. Find that hard to believe as well, uh, because the most curious person in the world uh, when it comes to podcasters, I would say, is him. Right. And it doesn't take much to get. You're in Austin, dude. You get a Parker Lewis on your yeah. show, right? Like yeah. you can get somebody who knows Bitcoin. You get a safety. Yeah. You can get. I mean, you name it. Like mm-hmm. Michael Saylor, right? right? Like all status levels for Joe Rogan. And, you know, I could be talking crap. That could be in the works. Like, I know I've heard, I should say, that Joe Rogan books like three months in ahead. Right. So, like, maybe there is a Bitcoiner waiting in the wing right now that's about to come on and we're just talking and this is dated. Um, but until something happens to tip the domino, I'm always just going to judge him on that. Right. Because, like, why do I need to go to Spotify to listen to the best podcast arguably in the world? Right. I shouldn't have to do that. And you're forcing me to do that. You're forcing me to listen to ads. You're not adapting a new standard. Mm-hmm. And I got a whole nother rant about that, <laughs> about like what he did to other podcasters when he went into Spotify. But you can check out Shane's podcast. I'm not going to waste Michael's time on that rant. <laughs> um, but yeah, now, this guy is that set up the platform that did the exclusivity deal mm-hmm. with Spotify um, to basically test that for Spotify to say, hey, will people come here if you have one person here or whatever? Right. Successfully did it. Spotify shitted on those people to get more money for Joe Rogan. And now those people are basically like, well, what the hell happened, Spotify? Right. And then Joe Rogan is and, and the Amy Schumers of the world are, are benefiting from that, from mm. what these other guys were guinea pig doing. So interesting. Deaf to subscription models, deaf to all that, <sighs> value for value it up. It's fucked up, man. It is, man. But anyways, we, we got away from ABC, but <laughs> guys... Check out the ABC stream uh, uh, yeah. um, on YouTube. Check out the, if you're in the gym or you're listening, it's amazing to listen to these panels that you can't usually listen to while working out. Um, there's no excuse now to literally get the mecca of Bitcoin in Austin. Yeah. Uh, and I want to give you kudos because I've told you this before uh, many times. Like, This is the only meetup that I've been to where A, you can record because you know video is my thing. And, and um, most of them are just like, nope, shut it off. Don't do that. Uh, ABC is the only one where I've been able to actually contribute with video, but bring my family to. Yeah. I think that's extremely important. And I yeah. don't think a lot of people realize. I don't even think a lot of people care, to be honest, but I do. No, I think people have noticed. I've also Maybe seen wrong, like but... way more women just in general yeah, at this point. one. Um, that's a good, that's a strength. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, which is just cool. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, Bitcoin's for everyone. And uh, I guess there's always this thing like, oh, like, we need more families or we need more women or we need more of this. I don't know. Just like, that's why we try to do all these like various topics and yeah. like, you know, food panel, you know, like, yeah. you know, all these different things and it brings in like this entirely different demographic into Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, they can go down the rabbit hole on their own. We don't really do any Bitcoin 101 stuff at all. <laughs> it's always, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I mean is, is valuable as that would probably be for a lot of people. Cause normally like 
somewhere between 30 and 50% of the people in the room are saying it's their first time, first time coming, which is really cool. Um, But yeah, I mean, ultimately what led me to to say yes and start doing this and um, was because like you were hinting at like, this is Austin. Like this is the Bitcoin Mecca. It's almost like a, it's a duty (laughs) to make sure that we are providing really great content. I mean, I could, all the Bitcoiners in the room, drop your name in the hat and I could put in like a really damn good panel together. Yeah. If I just yeah. close my eyes and, you know, pick something out of the hat. So that's, um, that's like our duty to, to provide this, you know, once a month. And we yeah. have like some weekly stuff too that we do and we'll, we'll try to do more. But, uh, yeah. you know, the market is... Uh, <laughs> The bear, yeah, the bear market. People aren't as interested <laughs> yeah. as they once were. We still, we still pull, you know, probably around seventy plus hundred people sometimes. So it's good. It's yeah. exciting. I love that giving people, especially um, newcomers, uh, uh, different flavors because, um, you know, like when I came into Bitcoin, it was hardware wallets and nodes, right? right? Like it was very specific. And I remember putting my first node together, and it was like. What I was thinking while I was doing it was like nobody in the world is going to do this. Right. Like I was just like fuck this. Like <laughs> I, I think consider myself very technical, but even that to me was like why would anybody do this? And then you know fast forward to now and you could just plug and play a node and it's much easier. Yeah. Um, but I like that like you can come to a certain meetup whether it's food whether it's custody whether it's whatever and then go down that specific rabbit hole mm-hmm. and not be forced. I got forced into hardware wallets like I thought right. because the first thing was like learn money. Learn why it's important, and then harder wallets like right away. <laughs> and that took up a lot of my time because if you really think about it, and maybe I'm being, you know, selfish in retrospect, but like, um, harder wallets are pretty basic. Yeah, but it, it's confusing. I would say a lot of the verbiage around it is kind of confusing. True. I talked to Dur, uh, Dur Gigi about this. Uh, I always say Dur, and he told me literally, Dur, it's just Gigi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you have Dur Gigi on your name, so it just rings up. But yeah, I talked to Gigi about this. Fix your uh, name, Gigi. Yeah. <laughs> Over the summer, I talked to Gigi about it, and he, he that was his whole argument. It's like, it's just that we make sh- shit confusing. Yeah. Like we should just make it more simpler, and we should just align ourselves on something. Right. But, like, I'm kind of ashamed that I spent so much time on hardware wallets because it's, like, there's so much more in Bitcoin to learn that's more important. Um, eh, that's arguable, too, man. Because if you can't secure <laughs> your Bitcoin, you you kind of asked out. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess take Security. as long as you need. I take it back. <laughs> take as long yeah, as you need. Yeah, because it is truly yeah. important. But don't take too long cuz you know, you there's can so you can you, there's a basic there's a basic it's basic generally it's like hey, watch a YouTube video. Right. <laughs> I mean, make sure you get it from the right source. That's a whole other thing, but sure. Watch a YouTube video and uh set up your hardware wallet easy peasy and yeah. you know, just Think, don't be an idiot. I think that's what we do. Uh, we we do good, and I say we're trying to take because uh, I've learned from them. But I think that's what like Phil and the concierge team here does very well. Is like, and we saw last month's Austin Bitcoin Club when we yeah. saw the love letter. That was awesome. To multi sig, yeah. I think what we do here very well is that I think we've just found a way to like simplify mm-hmm. multi signature. Which if it's hard enough to do single sig, other people are like, oh no, three keys, no way. And then yeah. like to be able to say like. And I love how Phil puts his hand up and does like, this is the key that holds this, right? Like he does this like, this is the treasure map that goes. And I think that's extremely valuable for so many people. So yeah, I think when I came on, it was like, who do you trust? Right. And it was like X-Pubs and private keys and deviation paths and all this like crazy yeah. stuff. 
And I think, yeah, now you shouldn't take too long. Now You don't you know what a hierarchical deterministic wallet is, bro? Exactly. Like, who are yeah, you? Do you even have a 20, 25th word, bro? Exactly. So <laughs> I'm glad you, so you know. Uh, but yeah. like, I, I don't think it's like that anymore. And it, it, it shouldn't take people. There's so much to explore that if you get stuck just on, on like hardware wallets alone, you may be doing yourself an injustice. I guess it's my yeah. point that I'm trying to make. Yeah. Um, but I, I also want people to be secure. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, well, yeah, I'm a generalist. Like, I, I, yeah. uh, I I've been down most of the rabbit holes, uh, and that's 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 how I went. I didn't like go so deep down the hardware. Like, I learned a little bit of that. All right, what we got over here? Oh shit! Yeah. What's under this rock? Oh damn! Okay, Too let's keep it going. Like, <laughs> what's over here? Man, yeah, re rediscovering um, the way the way money and privacy and security should have always been. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So fascinating. Maybe I don't want to be that selfish to say, it, but maybe I'm just too deep into custody. Uh, <laughs> but either way, um, let's talk Oshi, man. Yeah. Uh, so last time, uh, you guys were see. I was. I have a whole completely different experience with Oshi because yeah. in Massachusetts, I downloaded the Oshi app and had nothing to do. Yeah. It was just like, what is this app doing for me? Yeah. Nothing at all. And then um, uh, I got down here, still had it installed, never deleted it, and then it's like a plethora of things to do with the Oshi oh, yeah. app here, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, I even, you know, got a haircut with it. Uh, I've bought beef with it. I've done various different things that I'm like, and I made the, in one of my solo rips, I made the argument that through Oshi and through various other things, like we are seriously getting closer to the point where you can live off your Bitcoin. Yeah. Like it's not like it was before. It was like, well, what do I spend this on? It's like, you can do that. So yeah. like talk a little bit about how Oshi, how far Oshi's come I think it was June that you were on the show last June. So yeah. in the last few months uh, and a little bit of what you've experienced uh, when it comes to e-commerce and Bitcoin. Yeah, man. So, you know, since June, I mean, we've seen, we've seen a lot more users, a lot more transactions, like slow and steady growth. And then every now and then there's like a big uptick, you know, one month. And I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting for most people. I'd say it's probably their first time uh, buying anything with Bitcoin, Yeah, uh, you know, other than maybe some stickers or some Bitcoin merch, you know, which is always, Hey, which is great. But, um, yeah, we've, we've also had a lot of people talk about how like they just discover Bitcoin products and services that they would have never ever found had they not just opened up the Oshi app and like checked out some things on there. And, you know, we work hard to either like outreach to, to businesses that we think would be interested in accepting Bitcoin. Uh, primarily most of it is like inbound leads yeah. now, which is really nice, especially for online merchants. Uh, the brick and mortar, locations, those are a little more difficult. Um, because, because we can, you know, put something up on Oshi and, uh, you know, talk about it a little bit and that business will receive transaction volume. Like they're going to get some Bitcoin for them. Yeah. Uh, they can use any Bitcoin payment provider they want. They can use their own BTC pay server if they want. They're going to receive that Bitcoin from that consumer, uh, somewhere and, and, you know, wherever, wherever, anywhere, you know, anybody yeah, can yeah. pay this. Uh, we're, we're predominantly for, you know, shipping purposes, um, whenever these merchants do ship their own stuff, like it's typically stateside only at the moment because we only have uh, US dollars um, denominations right now. But, you know, people can find things, they can buy it anywhere. But if you're in, you know, uh, Massachusetts right. and you're like, oh, what do we got near me? I've heard about this ocean thing. There's like nothing near you. There's nothing there. But, you know, you can, if something appeals to you, some coffee, some wine, uh, we have a lot of coffee on there now, uh, you know, wine, like Kaboom Racks, miners, you know, like an S9 for the winter, right? Stuff like that. Um, people can get some sats back on that so they can, they can pay with cash app or strike or whatever lightning wallet they want and they can get, uh, 
a discount or like sats back their choice. Yeah. And so we're we're kind of the only ones that also has like that either or thing. Yeah. Uh, like sats back or discount. Like yeah. we get it. Like the whole cashback model is a, it's a fucking scam. Like yeah. <laughs> the cashback model ultimately is like, I'm going to swipe my card, Visa or whatever, you know, all the financial intermediaries are going to take like 3% from the business and they're going to give you the consumer like one and a half percent back, yeah. which is basically your change. Like they're just holding your change Nonsense, on their yeah. platform yeah. so that you can, well, you know, they're a bank. They, they want your money, right? So, I mean, it's kind of a scam. So with Bitcoin though, it's really interesting because like you can use something like Strike in the US and you can pay with dollars and you can get Bitcoin rewards back. Yeah. So it's not like getting cash back, like you're effectively paying cash, yeah. you know, US dollars to get US dollars back. Cool. Like right. that's called change for yeah. like many <laughs> many hundreds of years like it's called yeah. getting your change right. thousands of years in some you know, summers right true but now uh, you can like get free bitcoin whenever you buy a coffee or like get a wine flight or get a haircut yeah. here in Austin or you know go to a go to a float spa you know you get some free bitcoin back like that's freaking yeah. cool but more importantly the the focus for the longest time has been how can i spend my bitcoin like what's in it for me? Right. And, and generally that's a very small group of individuals like that, that say spend? either, yeah, either okay. want to spend for ideological reasons yeah. or they just have like, they have a lot of Bitcoin, you know, awesome for them. And, and they're just like, I I have, this is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't have fiat. Like, or, or if I do, it's just, you know, few and far between. Like right. I live off my Bitcoin and their options have been, well, you can, you know, buy gift cards. So it's been it's been predominantly like Bitcoin or you know crypto for like yeah. you know bit refill and stuff like focused yeah for that for the Bitcoiner for for the enthusiast that has enough that they want to buy a gift card from Walmart right or they want to go to Target and they can't Target doesn't accept Bitcoin so it's very incredibly consumer based and then the businesses that that you can buy these gift cards from and like participate in these you know Bitcoin deals and blah blah gift like. They're big companies that are not keeping that Bitcoin. They don't give a shit about the Bitcoin. They're actually not benefiting whatsoever in any way, shape, or form from that transaction. It's just merely a third party that's like aggregating all of these gift cards and then like giving them to say like Bitrefill or some of these other like great companies like and and like full Bitcoin company um, or via like API and then. And then they'll give, you know, a little kickback and like these companies give a kickback back to the user. Yeah. So I guess my whole, my whole point here is like incredibly like consumer focused. Yeah. Which is key. It's, it's key. Yeah. But on the flip side, what about the person that's supposed to be on the other end of that transaction? The business. Yeah. Like what's in it for them? Right. Like what's in it for like these big corporations whenever you buy their gift cards? Like the same shit that's always in it for them. Like. They just get dollars and it's all good. It's and all like, good. But they don't particularly benefit from any of the, you know, natural you know, benefits of, of Bitcoin, right? And, right? and the inherent benefits of Bitcoin. So what we try to do is we like approach the business owners. Like we're psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> like we, go, we go straight, talking about value for value, to the people who are providing value to their community. Yep. We, we focus specifically on the small and medium-sized businesses. Like, any big business is not even like remotely on our radar. Like that's already done. Like that's, that's good. Right. <laughs> like you can buy all sorts of gift cards, but a lot of people want to do, they'll buy like a DoorDash gift card 
to like go spend at a small business. Yeah. And like now that small business, like is getting charged like seven, 15% on door, you know, from DoorDash. Right. Like you're actually just hurting them and you're helping. Right. It's like, how can we get these small business owners, the, the people, you know, the backbone of America that need Bitcoin the most to actually like not understand Bitcoin, right. but simply to just benefit from, you know, everything that Bitcoin is like right. instant final settlement, like near free, uh, not necessarily, uh, but you know, for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there are a lot of services they can use and get set up in five minutes. So yeah. we're like, we're hyper-focused on empowering these businesses. But then so too, then we got to go back to the consumer and be like, all right, here's what we got. Yeah. And that's that's hard. It's it's a hard problem to solve. But we're- it feels like you guys battle two different ends and you you hit on that a few times. So the, the one end is getting users to spend their Bitcoin and yeah. making that smart. And then the other the other part of the battle is is getting businesses to understand yeah. the benefit of accepting Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, I guess I, guess, uh, I kind of got carried away. I guess- my one of my main points is that like you could throw up online services yeah or you can throw up a target gift card and somebody in the world is going to buy that with bitcoin 100% like there's a in in the grand scheme of things yeah like for a small handful of companies like there's a massive amount of people out there globally yeah that'll buy it and there's all sorts of like they buy gift cards they resell them on a secondary market there's all sorts yeah. of like marketplaces and stuff where like they're going to use these big corporate gift cards and you're going to see a lot of transaction volume. So our online offers can help that a little bit. Yeah. Like our, our you know, our Kaboom Rex Miner or like wine or, you know, whatever. Soap, you know, tallow soap, beef, yeah. like stuff like that. But if I go, we just onboarded this local coffee shop. The dude is stoked to accept Bitcoin. Open up your like, who, how many consumers are like right here in Austin that are nearby enough to where they're not going to go like way out of their way right. to go grab their coffee from like the meteor. Like they, yeah, yeah. they, you know, but they're, they're stoked to accept Bitcoin. They're really supportive. That's the massive challenge. And the only thing is either we can just assume that all of a sudden everybody is going to like hyper Bitcoinize and everybody's going to want to, going to want to spend their Bitcoin, like fat fucking chance, not anytime soon. Like right. we're talking, this is normie land. Like, you know, we could go in and we're like, of course we pay with Bitcoin. These other people are like, yo, like I fucking tap my phone right. and I'm good. Right. And then Visa gives me, my Chase Bank gives me like 2% back on this place. Yeah. Uh, little they know, like they're screwing over the coffee shop, like the coffee shop's raising their prices just because they use that sort of payment mechanism anyway. Like unbeknownst to anyone really, it's just sure. all baked into the cake. The background. Like can we incentivize the masses? Can we incentivize all the other people that might see us pay it and they don't even know what the hell just happened. Like yeah. pay with Bitcoin. They have no clue. They don't hardly even know what Bitcoin is. We're yeah. in our echo chamber. Like, how do we incentivize them to try it too? With without having to like orange pill them. So that's like that's tough. Yeah. So yeah. the businesses can help. Our referral program can help. Yeah. Like it's tough, man. So sometimes like you were saying, like yeah. I was in Massachusetts, like there was nothing there. I always joke around, all right, man. Time to put in the proof of work because right. you got some work to do, Jose. Yeah, you're right, you're you got to right. get out there and yeah. start talking with these businesses. We'll give you some places. We're the tool. We're just a tool. We're a tool to help, you know, stimulate this Bitcoin economy. Yeah. Help people be able to open up this app. I can pay in Bitcoin here. Like, wow. But ultimately, you go into the business and it might be like uh, a new employee 
Yeah. And they haven't heard, like, they don't know. So it's like, we just try to make it easier on the business too. It's, it's a tough problem. It's like a, I like to call it a chicken and the egg. Yeah. Except it's like an orange chicken and an orange egg that like 99% of people don't give a shit about. Yeah. But everyone is going to, is going to know and use like within the decade, of course, like I am like super bullish, even within like three to five years, I think the majority of people are are not only going to have it, you know, participated in the Bitcoin economy at some point, but likely like use it actively. Yeah. Whether it's value for value or just shopping locally. Cause I yeah. think, Small businesses are going to catch wind of this more and more, um, and 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 all this like animosity about it, and oh, it must be so difficult. No, yeah, it's, it's, not, not, it's going to save you money. It's easy. Really, yeah. And and, <laughs> and I, I'm I'm under the impression that like, you know, it's not the impression; it's a fact. You don't really understand Bitcoin until you actually use it. Yeah. Right. Like I, for, like many others, for so long was just hodling, hodling, because there's a. Um, I guess an effect to basically reminding people that there's only 21 million Bitcoin. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like passively, you keep saying, oh, 21 million. And then in your head, you're like, well, fuck. I better start like, but I also don't think people understand how vast of a number 21 million is. It's a really big yeah. number. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I, value for value in whatever, way, in whatever way, encourage people to just dip their toes on spending Bitcoin. And similar, I've, I've heard this example many times before. Similar like you have a debit card, similar mm-hmm. like you have a savings account. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not telling you walk around with three Bitcoin in your hot wallet. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you keep your reserve on your reserve. But I've made it a habit to keep uh, 150 bucks of Bitcoin at all times and a moon wallet. Yeah. And with that, knowing that if my phone gets lost or whatever, I'm good. But also, wherever I can pay with Bitcoin, yeah. this is a really cool time to try this out and to do this. I'm getting incentives from Oshi to do so. But I still think it's really badass to be able to spend my Bitcoin. And as a currency, because this is what this is, I understand it a lot more. Right. And I, and I think people, are to like break that, or, or to not break it, but to kind of make your the, the problem that you're trying to provide the solution for make more sense to people, they have to spend Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And if they don't spend Bitcoin, then Oshi's always going to be like a why. Yeah. They, right? they got to use it. They got to try it. It's This is kindergarten. Yeah. It's not just tell. Yeah. You got to show. You got to show. Show and tell like for that. a reason. Yeah. People learn differently. Yeah. You know, I mean, shit. I mean, we, you know, a lot of people are not curious anymore. Kindergartners are more curious than, of course, well, I mean, shit, I don't even know if that's, that's not even a controversial statement. Kindergartners <laughs> yeah, are more curious than just about everyone walking around today. And most yeah. people are like walking around like drones. Like they, you know, they're on the Fiat hamster wheel. Yeah. Um, it's hard. And there's a there's something that happens whenever you make something that they've heard about become real. Yeah. Like they get to see it. Yeah. You show it to them. Yeah. Um, it's like a lesson of kindergarten. Like we we so we try to do a lot more of the showing. Uh, I'm just as ideological as the next Bitcoin guy. Right. But I quickly realized that uh, no one gives a shit about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, right. most people do not like what I mean by most people and some people will be like well yeah that's not who we're catering to okay that's cool but like look most people like are who they are yeah most people walking around like they're just they don't get off to like you know the thermodynamic bridge between the physical and digital world that is right. bitcoin mining <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. do and, yeah. and, and it's and it's a 
amazing concept. Like I yeah. fully subscribe to that. Like I say this all the time, right? Like I'm there. Yeah, me too. Most people are never ever gonna be there. Nah. And that that's fine. We that don't okay. we don't need to like people aren't gonna be walking around. People don't walk around with internet t shirts. You know, like people aren't gonna True. be walking around with Bitcoin t shirts and like you know, seven to 10 years. And it's like just vintage. Like people are just going to use it. They might not even know they're using it. Yeah, uh, that's true. And as the currencies get weaker though, they're they're going to be using it as a form of savings, you know, right. tech and right. holding it. But people are going to use it, man. Like things are going to change fast. I'm, here we are. Like we're just building head yeah. down. Um, you know, it's fun. Uh, it's a roller coaster. Yes, yeah. But... For the past three years that I've been like playing around with this concept and like building it out and then like really putting it forward. And then even recently we raised some money with 1031. So props to them, like awesome, awesome partners. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always been under the impression this is going to happen so much faster than people think. So we're just going to try to be ready for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're doing nah. everything we can not only to be ready for it, but to like help propagate it. And yeah. coming from like an ideological Bitcoiner perspective, yeah, as opposed to the inevitability of like, oh, Stripe with a P, like, oh yeah, of course they're gonna Venmo, yeah, of course. Eventually, like, they're all these, all these banking services and all these apps are gonna be unleashing this stuff, and all these other companies are gonna be unleashing this. But under what terms, you know? Like, right. we we gotta like get this out there. Well, one, because we're the only ones like really hardcore paying attention to it. We got to get this out there in a way that like everybody wants to participate in. Yeah. And, you know, hey, look, like <laughs> we, if we learn anything from like the Fork Wars, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, the Block Size Wars, like don't rush shit. But I think we're in a position with Lightning, like, yo, the base layer is uncompromised. Like there's no compromise there. This thing is like locked and loaded. Right. Of course, there's there's improvements and so on. But we can play around on lightning yeah. to our heart's content. Have a lot of fun and, with it. Yeah. And we have, we have to keep pushing the envelope forward and trying new things. Like lightning's ready. I agree. All intense. And, I mean, it's ready for like substantial, substantial traction. Yeah. Like think, hundreds uh, of millions, like easily. Yeah, I think uh, River um, posted their numbers. I talked about it in my solo rip. Uh, River's node, uh, lightning node, which I think is like the fifth biggest one. Uh, basically posted that they were in between Visa and MasterCard for uh, transfer yeah. transactions. And Damn, that's... Up there competing with just yeah. transactions going back and forth. Yeah. And I've used OSHA a ton of times. I've used a lot of different services a lot of times. Yeah. And, and Lightning, it, it works. When I first tried yeah. Lightning, back to when I was putting my node, man, the amount of times that it would fail, right, to yeah. j make pay payment route jumping and stuff like that was a nightmare. Yeah. But, like, kind of watching, like, your kid, it's not my kid, but kind of, like, watching your kid grow, like, yeah. Lightning now is, like, yeah, I could pull up to an ABC event and buy something immediately and not have a yeah. failure. Yeah. And and I think that's massively impressive. Pretty crazy, man. Yeah, I've bought food with it. I've bought, you know, grooming, I guess if you want to call it, haircut with mm -hmm. it. I've bought services with it. Um, yeah. I'm getting paid invoices with it. Yeah. Like, you know, using ZapRite. Shout out to mm -hmm. John and ZapRite. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yep. it's, a, it's ready. It's yeah. ready. And, and they, they don't want you to think it's ready. I think a few weeks ago it went down. LMD had a, a a bug that yeah. quickly got replaced, uh, fixed. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. I said replaced, but fixed. Yeah, patched up or um, pushed an update. So you know that's you know a naysayer, but like it's not ready. Look what happened. But boy, how fast did they patch that up? Yeah, I mean, whenever, yeah, to your point, like I started playing around with it, I was like, I was immediately drawn to this concept of like. 
you know, <laughs> okay, here's here's something I've been playing with. Yeah. This concept is like everybody wants. Here's where we go to talk about the consumer versus like the business side. Uh, everybody wants to talk about buying a cup of coffee with Bitcoin. Sure. Everybody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about buying Bitcoin with a cup of coffee. The other end of that transaction. Interesting. Nobody wants to talk about that. Like that is like one of the big missing pieces. Yeah. We have to get. Like these, these businesses like thinking more like that. Like, how are you going to DCA into Bitcoin? You're DCAing by every single time you hand somebody a cup of coffee and they pay you a bit, like you just DCA into Bitcoin. Like that's a whole nother, like this untapped, yeah, like marketing buzz. Like I, I think, smart. Yeah. like, so man, yeah. I don't remember where we started with that, but, but yeah, no, I just had sense. to get that out again. It's like, yeah, this is this thing I've been toying around with in my head. No, it makes sense. Cause you get, you know, I, I've, I said this like a year ago, not with Oshi, it was with, um, they still do it. But if you, I don't know if you know this, if you pay for a pay with moon card with strike, you get 5% back. Yeah. Like instantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, it was like, I posted on a while ago that I was like, this is the early access fee for innovation. Yeah. Like you're getting rewarded for yeah. being ahead of the curve. Because yeah. I would imagine that ultimately, when it like really gets to that level, we you won't be giving 5% back. You won't be giving, mm-hmm. it'll be, th- those margins right. will be slimmer. Right. So like, I posted that I paid my light bill at the time. It was, uh, I had a, a minor plugged into my house. It was like 650 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I was able to receive or one of those, um, you know, strike does their drops for 15%. I was able yeah. to get like ridiculous. And it was like 170 bucks back or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which I immediately bought Bitcoin with. And I said the same thing. I was like. And this is for, this is for a Visa card or like. To Visa? pay with Moon. Oh, so, pay with, for the pay with Moon yeah. Visa. Okay. okay. And so I would from strike, pay with Moon, Lightning. Yeah. 5% back. Yeah. That pay with Moon card was to pay my utility bill. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then it was like, somebody was like, how did you get that much money back? And my argument was that. I was like, this is their early yeah. innovators fee like for you to be on this technology you're getting five percent back off of life 100 percent, right like and, and you're right like if you don't buy bitcoin from an exchange that's fine but you purchase shit every day mm-hmm. so you're 100 percent right you could just buy bitcoin by buying the stuff you like to buy yeah that, that yeah that's the other thing that i you know i've put a little thought into this but it's like in a world where locally and of course, for big businesses, and it just becomes more and more seamless, like big business gift cards and so on, where you could just like spend. I mean, in, of course, there's always going to be a place where like, yo, I want to drop like a grand into Bitcoin. Like, you're not going to be like, where do I need to go to spend? <laughs> yeah. How much cup of coffee do I need to buy to get a grand of Bitcoin? Yeah. But I do wonder like this, this, this idea of like DCA just by yeah. shopping and supporting your local businesses and your local economy. Yeah. And also I've become increasingly more aware of this concept. Like most people, their first interaction with getting Bitcoin into their wallet is going to be because they earned it. Yeah. Whether they, you know, through proof of work yep. or whether because like they used Strike yep. or like, let's say like Venmo one day or I don't know, any of these other apps like, like you know, Cash App. Yeah. And for them, it was just dollars out of their, right. out of their wallet. Yeah. Um, they, they paid in Bitcoin without them even knowing it. Right. And they got free Bitcoin. Right. Like Cash App now has their card where you can just like, I mean, look, it, you know, percentage, they do the roundup feature where you can like invest in Bitcoin every single yeah. time you swipe your cash card, right? And what's really interesting about that from a percentage basis is like, you know, if, if uh, the total is like five, you know, let's say a dollar and one cent, then you get 99 roundup, 99. That's like, hey, it's like, you know, 99. That's a win. <laughs> Percent sats back. Yeah, you know? that's amazing. <laughs> it's not sats back, but it's like you know. I know what you mean. Yeah. But like, 
It's just kind of it's just kind of interesting, man. It's um, clever to pair with with play those with those incentives. Yeah, and yeah. it's like plays in people's mind, and they're just gonna be like, yeah, I mean, so you want to do this the easy way, or the, like you just want to buy this coffee and get free Bitcoin, or do you want to buy this coffee, cost the merchant more money, cost yourself more money, increase consolidation, destroy small biz? Like I'm gonna like die on that hill. Yeah, like that's the hill. I'm not dying. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the You're hill. defending the hill. Yeah, I'm defending the hill. Like that's the hill that I'm gonna start. I'm gonna beat that drum loud. I've been beating it a long time. I'm gonna beat it louder and louder over time. The more confident I get about it as well, and the more I can know, like, yo, like Oshi yeah. is gonna help you do this, like do it well. Like I'm gonna beat that drum so loud. Like, look, you can either screw over this business by paying with card. No offense to Visa and the card issuers and the banks. It's, it's not even about that. It's like being too nice. They right? are dealing. What's that? You're being too nice. <laughs> Wait, well, let's, just say, let's just say they are dealing with a monetary network that's just, you know, rearing its head. Like, and there's no way they can compete with it. Right. Like, it's like no offense to them, but like, yo, your monetary network fucking sucks. Yeah. And you're costing everybody. Like American Express and Visa, they all, these, all these campaigns makes me sick. Yeah. I truly don't even think they've like, look, again, we have a superior monetary network that hasn't permeated yet. Yeah. So we can sit here and be like, yo, like, it's like someone who, I don't know, just like discovered fire and people were still eating like raw meat. And you're like, yo, man, just cook your fucking meat. Like, it's so much better. It's going to unlock all the nutrients. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's great. It has all these other benefits. They're like, no, no, I'm good. Like, these, these some MasterCard, like American Express, they have all these Things like we're helping small businesses transact. Yeah. Like we're doing so good. It's like, no, like you're fucking them. <laughs> you like are. you are fucking them so hard. And and you're taking all the wealth from like local communities, or well, let's say, let's say a few percentage points of it from local communities, and you're stuffing the pockets of Wall Street. And right. it's just getting sucked out of Main Street. And it's like, once we can make the experience better, not just from an Oshi perspective, but like all across the board for Bitcoin and using yeah. Bitcoin and like hone in this concept and this marketing, it could be such a powerful, powerful movement that the community could like literally see. Yeah. You know? I agree. I mean, like, I'm going to save this merchant money. I'm going to get a little free Bitcoin. Instead of giving it to Visa and MasterCard, they're going to give it to me and free Bitcoin. Yeah. So that now I have some Bitcoin. Like, and ultimately, that's going to appreciate in value, perhaps dramatically, uh, sooner than we think, let's say. Yeah. So now my whole community is becoming more wealthy because I, as a business owner, decided that I was going to say, hey, look, like Visa, you can keep doing your thing over here. Right. Like, hey, yeah, no offense, but like yeah. if somebody wants to pay in Bitcoin, yeah. I'm going to reward them to pay with Bitcoin because you know what? Like they're going to get these Bitcoin rewards and they're going to be better off. Sure. And they're going to like see the value of their savings and their wealth appreciate. And that's going to help our community flourish. Absolutely. And that's going to get more repeat business. And that's going to keep more money locally and, you know, less money going to Wall Street. And I think that's like, if we can just figure that out. Yeah. Like that is going to be a movement, much like, you know, the Beef Initiative stuff. And like, yeah. that is a movement. Like people are, Warriors for that. Yeah. People will also go to war for their communities if, if like, there was an obvious alternative. And I love the um, bringing it back to um, 
uh, I, we keep using the term value for value. And I think value for value is now being used so much that it's getting kind of like watery down. Like people yeah. just kind of use it a lot. But I like the idea now that like I'm incentivized to like if, if Bitcoin is gold to me, something very important, I'm incentivized to now only want to swap this for the very best of the best. And that's usually found in your community. So if you want to use beef as the example, just because it's an easy one, I don't want to walk into an HEB and pay for meat with my Bitcoin because right. my Bitcoin is so damn valuable to me right. that it's like, well, that's not worth it. You're going to have to give me a ton of meat for me mm -hmm. to even care about this. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, though, I will go to my local rancher, farmer, mm -hmm. whatever it may be, and buy eggs, buy you know meat, buy whatever it is mm -hmm. with my Bitcoin right. because now I feel like that value for value exchange is actually merited. Right. You're giving me such good food that you put so much hard work behind and I could taste it, I could see it, I could feel it when I'm, you know, I feel better that I'm willing to give you now my most important form of currency, which is my gold. Right. That value for value incentive lines up. People don't really care about what they're transacting with. People care is what can I get for what I'm giving away? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So like now we're getting to a, a, an age with dollars where it's like, man, I'll give this away for whatever. Just take it off my hands. Like yeah. I'll buy the cheapest food. I'll yeah. buy the cheapest car. I'll buy whatever it is I need to buy because this doesn't mean shit to me. Right. I say it all the time in my house. Like, oh, give away dirty fiat, go for it. Like, yeah. oh, it's going to cost me 80 bucks to do, to do that. Yeah. But now if I'm going to give 80 bucks worth of Bitcoin up, I'm thinking about it. Like, well, yeah. is that worth it? Is, right. it? is it quality good? Is it, right. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that brings it back to a level of bartering for value for mm -hmm. value. So to kind of sum that up, with your point and the community is, is that Bitcoin incentivizes you to look out for the best to be transacted for. Right. And the best is found in your community. Right. Because those are the hardest workers. Those are the like mm -hmm. the best source of food, the best source. You know, you get somebody who's making shoes and makes them custom. Right. Garments, make them custom. As opposed mm -hmm. to going to a Walmart or something like that and getting something that was made in Bangladesh or right. something like that. No offense to Bangladesh. <laughs> I use Bangladesh as an example all the time, but you get my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's overseas. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's super important the mission that you guys are on um, because I do think when I'm paying for something and I want it to be the very best, I'm willing to trade for the very best. And that's what Bitcoin right. incentivizes me to do. 100%. If I have fiat dollars, I'm going to go to Amazon.com. Like the water is going to be taken out of the wine. Hey, okay, I like that. <laughs> One drop at a time, man. All right, well, I got a big question for you. You may you 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 may ponder this not only on a business perspective but on a personal perspective as well. So, do you fear or do you have a feeling or inkling that now that you uh, you know companies like Oshi lay out the blueprint, the foundation, it's only a matter of time before those visas use their willpower to basically say, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we do that too." Yeah. Right. Yeah. So how do you take that? So this is, this is also why I like, I love the concept of Oshi so much, like in the sense that we, we focus, um, we're, we're hyper-focused on local. Yeah. Um, Visa, MasterCard, card issuers, Chase Bank, they already have rewards and cash back incentives, but to what? You know, Hilton. Yeah. Uh, Starbucks. Back to Fiat. Where's the small businesses? Yeah. Like, where are they at? Are, they, are they being represented? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not even close. And, and it's just, you know, the system's broken, right? Um, it's not about local anymore. It's about expanding your reach and just, like, basically putting your stake in the ground. Like, yeah, there's going to be a Walmart here. Like, all oh, you other guys got to clear out. Well, you don't have the funding. You don't have the capital to compete with us. You don't have the brand power. You don't have the awareness. Yeah. Uh, you don't have the digital presence. You're done. Yeah. You have been left behind. 
in the digital era. Right. Maybe you have somebody managing your Instagram account. Cool. Like it's next to all this other shit that's taking people's attention away. But what right. they can never get away from is like fucking Walmart. Yeah. What they can never get away from is Target and Starbucks and all this other stuff. They're whipping out all their fancy tools. Right. You know, their apps or this and that. And that's fine. Like I'm not anti-corporate. Yeah. Like they're doing that because they have the network effect. They have the capital. They, you know, they know how to raise the capital. They know how to become absolute behemoths. And they can take super cheap, you know, debt. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, everything on credit, and they can they can just roll over everyone. It's a broken system. So in terms of like, they don't do it already. Yeah. With their with their current like total monopolized monetary network. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a monopoly, but you know, oligopoly, whatever. They don't do it already. They they have no real representation of the small businesses. There have been some companies in the past that tried yeah. in some capacity, but I just never felt like one example would say Groupon. Yeah. I never feel like they, they, their mind was ever in the right place to actually propagate that. But I think they almost had a real shot to become like the Amazon. Like we need some sort of Amazon. Local, not like shipping, distributing, no. Something to give these small businesses like a voice, yeah, big voice, and to provide incentives to consumers, but also massive benefits to businesses, not just from payment processing and savings, uh, but just to like marketing yourself more on a platform that's not so... You know, they market on social media platforms. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, social media is powerful, but yeah, you know, if you're having to compete with like your little coffee shop next to like a Donald Trump tweet or some shit like you're gonna yeah, have a hard time you're fucked you know they, they just have nothing so you know one thing so long story long <laughs> is that you know they don't have anything as it is like why haven't it why hasn't anybody made this already yeah you know and then there's, there's one is hard yeah um, but I think that you know Bitcoin and the incentives they're in uh is is this massive tidal wave that you can ride. Right. Like ride in on that. And, and that's going to give you that extra push that I think could finally get something like this going. So, yeah. you know, I don't really worry too much about, let's say Amazon accepts Bitcoin now. Okay, cool. Like, are the businesses seeing that Bitcoin or does yeah. Amazon just like accept it and then it gets instantly converted to dollars and Amazon is a bank. Like it's a bank now. Like Legit. they just get that out. It, where, you know, yeah. how is that helping anyone other than like Amazon again? It's like, it is imperative that we get this grassroots movement going. Like, yeah. Um, these are the people, the individuals at the local level and the business owners, the backbone of America. Yeah. They, they benefit the most from this. Sure. They have so much to gain. Um, and so I don't, I, I don't really worry too much about, are they going to do lightning? Hell yeah. I think all of them are going to do it, yeah. but are they still going to like represent, like, let's say if Square turned on lightning payments, like right now, boom, lightning payments. Um, let's say even the businesses have the option. I have no insider information here. Like, well, let's just, let's yeah. just spitball here. Like, let's say the businesses even have the option. To like hold the Bitcoin. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Super cool. Why would Square charge less to that business? That business is already perfectly content paying 2.6% plus 20, you know, 15 cents, 10 cents, actually. Sorry. I don't even know how I trip that up. I say it like every day. Yeah. 2.6% plus 10 cents or 2.9% or plus 30 cents. Yeah. What I think they're going to do is they're going to charge the business the same amount. Yeah. Because again, 
Business doesn't know any better. They're used to that. It's a cost of doing business. It's all good. Customers are going to come in. Square's just going to pocket that all themselves and good for them. Yeah. But again, like who is going to like saying, yeah. get this out to the businesses to be like, yo, you can do this yeah. in like many roundabout ways or you can really set something up like really great. Yeah. Like you can keep all that for yourself. So I think initially what's going to happen is these companies are going to roll it out and they're just going to take all that margin that would have otherwise gone to like the actual person that accepted the lightning payment. That's a good point. Yeah. So they're not going to educate on the margin like you guys are doing. They're I think just going to like, hey. And, just, and it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll build more notoriety. But even then, all right, how do you get the customers to pay pay right, for it? Right. Pay with it. Yeah. What's the incentive there? Like and maybe maybe get, clo- maybe like maybe like all these different point of sales, you know, like your toast, clover, square, like NCR, you yeah. know, maybe they all give an incentive for the consumer to pay with Bitcoin, but they still charge the merchant the same amount. They're still yeah. making like double, triple their margins as it is. So I still don't like, think they know. I still don't think they win in and my argument, which is like I still don't want to pay for your bullshit with Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, I only want to depart with my Bitcoin when yeah. I think it's actually worth it. And I think yeah. that the mission that you're on, which is right, is the local community outshines all of that. And I think yeah. you're right. They're going to pocket the difference. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, if I walk into a Starbucks and it says lightning in front of me, I still don't want to pay for that oh, with, yeah. with Bitcoin. Feel, like, I'm just still like, all right, here's my Visa card. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same. <laughs> like, way. you guys can have this trash. Yeah. Right? But like, it's one of those things that's good for Bitcoin. Yeah. But like, it's not, you know, I mean, hey, if you always go to Starbucks and now you can pay with Bitcoin, great. But like, I encourage I'm you to like- I'm not giving them nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I encourage you to like, go like to, you know, another coffee shop that accepts Bitcoin. Few yeah. and far between now, but growing and growing in number. Well, it's very obvious too, if you were to like, like, I don't know how many people actually do this, but my wife does it. She's a big coffee drinker, but like, you can vividly taste the difference between a Starbucks coffee, a Dunkin' yeah. Donuts coffee, and a local home shop coffee. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's the same thing across the board. Yeah. The meat example is the same one. You oh, can yeah. taste the difference of the HEB meat versus the KNC meat. You can taste the difference between whatever. You can see the difference between the the, the new balances that were made in Massachusetts and the Nikes that were made in Japan. Yeah. Like, there's a huge difference in that stuff. Massive. So now with Bitcoin, I have the incentive to not only get Bitcoin back, but to pay for the very best and only the best. There's no other way around that. Right. So if I walk into a McDonald's and I've seen this because in El Salvador or whatever, you could do McDonald's. Yeah. Fam, I'm not paying for a Big Mac and Bitcoin. <laughs> I'm just not. Right. Uh-huh. Like you're just going to get dollars. I'm sorry. Yeah. Dirt for dirt. That's the exchange that we're doing here. <laughs> you're going to poison dirt. me. I'm going to give you shitty dollars back and we're going to roll like you're that. You're going to poison my body. I'm going to poison your business. Like, like. So like you're if if I were to speak to uh, any of these big conglomerates, I would say a step the quality of your game up if you actually want Bitcoin to work. Right. I know you're right. Most people are not going to give a, a damn, and they're going to be like, "Oh, I could pay with Bitcoin from my Starbucks macchiato or whatever." Yeah. But I promise you, if you go to anywhere, Meteor, right? Yeah. I haven't gone yet, yeah, but yeah. that's the, the coffee shop yeah, around yeah. here in South Lamar, right? Or South Congress? South Congress. Yeah, yeah. South Congress. It's a really cool place too. Amazing. Really and I'm cool. sure the coffee, and I'm not a coffee drinker, but I'm sure my wife would agree 1,000%. Yeah. She'd much rather pay for this coffee than pay for the Starbucks coffee. Yeah. So they're going to get fiat dollars. Meteor is going to get Bitcoin and all the other incentives that you highlighted there as well, which right. she'll get sats back. The business will win. She will win. The community wins. It, Everybody it, wins. It's a win-win scenario. Everybody wins, man. That's I, amazing. That's powerful, man. That That's like... I mean, man. I You're just, not going to die. That's the one you're battling, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the one I'm battling. That's the hill that I'm on, man. And I love that, man. Like, I just, I'll, I'll do a better job over time of getting that word out. I, I just don't think it's talked about enough. I think we We're still focused that, on, like, 
2017 mentality yeah. or like, you know, 2020 bull run mentality. Like, yo, buy and hold. And like, there's a lot of things that are coming, especially over the past few years. Yeah. A couple of years, like, you uh, know, different I avenues. You, I want to say, I think you deserve that back as well. Like you, Oshi, the company itself. Like if you're so, you know, focused and relentless on making sure the consumer wins, making sure the business owner wins. I think us as users of Oshi and us as Bitcoiners can do that same thing back. Right. We want Oshi to win. We don't want Visa to win. We right. want Oshi to win. We don't want Cash App to win. So like, I think if anybody's listening and you haven't tried Oshi, you absolutely have to try it. It's amazing. And like Michael said earlier, if it's not in your area, you got some work to do. Yeah, you got some work to do. <laughs> and that's how we, but I, I think like I have, especially since I've been in Austin, I have literally pulled out my Oshi app before I make my, you know, purchase that I know I can get there before anything else because of that. Because if you're yeah. fighting that fight, I should help in that fight. And I don't need to be part of the business to help in that fight. I just need to spread the word. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And, 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 you know, we, I mean, you you do it for ideological reasons, right? Sure, sure. And, and unfortunately, we're, we're few. There's few of us. There's yeah. very high, there's a lot of ideological people, but in the Bitcoin world, you know, grand scheme of things, yeah. we're very few in number. Um, but you know, speaking of like incentives, like there's other incentives that we have. I mean, we, you know, whenever we, we go to business, I mean, early, early on, like right now, we are not too concerned about like turning a profit here. Like we, we sure. just want to get these businesses on, yeah. but the more value we can provide to that business, the more, the more they're going to, you know, value our service and, and they'll pay us. Like yeah, they have no problem paying like Uber Eats 30% commission, right? <laughs> I can never even dream of charging that much. That's like straight up robbery. I don't even know that. That's I can't, insane. I can't, I can never dream, but, but like we charge two and a half percent commission now. Why? So if you sell something on Oshi, you get charged, the business gets charged two and a half percent. That's cheaper than what they're already paying. Yep. <laughs> like if somebody 100%. were to swipe their card and they get chargeback protection, they can get a little Bitcoin for themselves and they can empower their business and be like, yo, we offer Bitcoin rewards now. That's freaking cool. Amazing. Open themselves up to a new community. But so what do we do with that two and a half percent? Like, okay, what does Visa do with that? Right? Or all these other sure. financial intermediaries, card issues, whatever. Like, they stuff their coffers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> buy back their stock. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, um, you know, they pay their staff, whatever. But what we do is we go like, Jose, like, let's say you refer your wife, right? She goes and buys coffee from Meteor. Yeah. Uh, she gets Bitcoin back. Like, let's say, let's say it's $5 cup of coffee. Like you get 1% of that. Yeah. Right. Like, hey, it's not, it's not a lot. But like there's, there's some stats there, right? Yeah. Every purchase that she makes, we're giving that back to you. Like if you onboarded that business, yeah, you get 1% of that. Like we are straight up, like willing to give all of our profits and revenues sure. away to get this flywheel going. So like somebody goes up, Hey man, like, have you ever heard of a Bitcoin? And the business owner's like, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of interested. Or, hey, like, well, there's this Oshi thing. Use my ref code, <laughs> go to the website, punch in my ref code. And like, they'll get you all taken care of. Now that individual that just like talked about it gets 1% of every, Train every sale that that business makes through the app, whether yeah. that's like a special promotion or just like one of their gift cards, yeah. like through their square point of sale, it just doesn't cost them shit yeah. to do. Good like point. it doesn't cost yeah. like we, we, we can just, you know, um, we, we plug in there. So it's like, everybody's one. Yeah. Can we get somebody <laughs> like I, I challenge people here? Like, can we get somebody to onboard a business and then tell all their friends and family and get them to, to, set up with Strike or Cash App or Moon or whatever they, whatever wallet, Lightning wallet they, they want to use and like make transactions. They're like, that individual is going to get 2% out of every single transaction. Yeah. Hey, like take your friends, show them Oshi app that a business that, that you helped onboard 
uh, using Oshi as a tool and like stack some sets. Hey guys, where do you guys want to go to coffee? Let's go here. Right. Like, shit, I'm going to get like 2% back on top of whatever percent back the yeah. business is willing to give me. So it's, a, it's a DCA tool as well. <laughs> it's like a crazy DCA tool. We have someone on Twitter. That's so cool. I'm not going to name him, but, you know, he's been like showing his rough link and he's like, actually, he's, I think he's almost at a million sets and he hasn't even like. It's amazing. He hasn't even, I don't think he's bought anything on Oshi. Yeah. It's fine. He just like, he just shows his rough link and people like go and like to buy beef and they yeah. buy wine and like maybe they're in Austria. They buy something. He's even like stacking mad sats. I like all these purchases. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Didn't even lift a finger. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's a win for everybody. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So that, so, I like that. Uh, yeah, that's that's like additional incentives. Like Simon. Simon's a great example. Like he onboarded. Uh, he he was the one that um, recommended I reach out to the barbershop. South Austin barbershop. Simon, I don't know who Simon, Simon is. Simon, uh, Tesla Hoddle. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, and and he was like, hey, man, I talked to the owner. He's like, so down. He's into Bitcoin and crypto and stuff already. I'm like, cool. So I gave the owner a call. I, I talked with the owner for about 30 minutes. It's always like good conversation. Like they're trying to feel everything out. Yeah. They're excited sometimes about Bitcoin. Yeah. We got them set up. We got like kind of, we always do kind of like free consulting. Every business is a little different. Sure. We got them set up. The processes you experienced, you know, not all the employees is fully permeated out, but we, we got it figured out. But yeah, I mean, he gets Bitcoin now. You can get your haircut. But every time someone buys a haircut. Yeah. Simon stacks sets. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, welcome, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be going tomorrow. I got an appointment as well tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so, hey, I'm not going to go tomorrow, but I'm, I need to get an haircut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Yeah, no, nah, that's a beautiful thing. Damn, it's just yeah. what you guys are building is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it, it's just a win across the board. Um, I didn't really see it the last time we spoke just because of the nature of Mass, but like yeah. since being here, like it's such a, a privilege to use the app. And then I've had conversations with you just like on the phone directly, like you're always in the mood to improve it. Hell yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, like I'm just giving one, like, hey, just in case, we're buying, and then like it just turns into a full-blown conversation. <laughs> like we're going to get better. We're going to do this. So like y'all may not know this in the background, but you're always actively taking feedback, making it better. Yeah. Like you, you don't dismiss anything and say, well, like, Oh, it's on you, Jose. You just didn't use it right. It's like, hmm, I think we could do that better. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, it's always... There's so much we could do better and and we're working on it. Um, I think people forget too sometimes like how small of a team we're there's two of us. That's yeah, that's <laughs> so, crazy. So it's like yeah, yeah, I think people forget. Um, yeah, we're moving as fast as we can. We're trying to improve and uh every now and then we poke our head up to like get a lay of the land a little bit. All right, all right, uh, yeah, back down, you know. So um yeah, I appreciate that. We uh <laughs> someone put us on blast the other day on Twitter. I think I saw uh, it. <laughs> I think he felt bad about it. He felt bad about it. We got everything all sorted out. It actually had nothing truly like to do with Oshi per se. Yeah. He's like, oh no, Oshi experience. He felt bad. But uh, anyway, but even then, I'm like, all right, man, like, tell me, like, what can we do better, man? Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I want to know, like, you please. And he, he talked it out. And we're like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, that's already in the pipeline, brother. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, we know this. We'll, we'll make it better on both, like, Oshi side and, like, Beef Initiative side. Like, we'll get this better. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, I love it. Like, I wasn't angered by it. <laughs> like, thank nah, you. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. And yeah, that's how we got to, man. So, yeah. like, guys, support Oshi. Please check it out. I got one more question for you, Michael, before we wrap it up here. And it's uh, basically next steps for Oshi. Is there anything yeah. you can outline for us or any teasers you can give us? Uh, you just said something's in the pipeline. Uh, but for anybody who has been an Oshi user before, maybe something new, 
Uh, and conversely, the people that are now going to try Oshi because of this conversation, uh, what can they expect in the near future? Yeah. So we're going to be rolling out some pretty cool features whereby, you know, whether it be at the local level or national level or international level, um, if you make certain purchases or, you know, attend meetups, let's say, and like check into the meetup, um, you're going to get like bonus rewards, bonus deals. Nice. You know, maybe you'll get like a really, you know, great deal on a beef box. Yeah. If you, after you've attended like three meetups, maybe you'll get like a massive freaking deal on like conference tickets. Yeah. Um, you know, all sorts of everything, hardware wallets, personal service, um, wine. Like, yeah, so yeah. almost some sort of gamification in the sense of like, to keep people not only one like attending meetups, but also another aspect is like, you know, hey, try this new business, try that business, and like there's gonna be a journey there. Like after your third meetup you attend, like you're gonna unlock yeah. something special. That's amazing. Like, and if you don't want it, cool. But you know, you might even know someone who does. So stack the sets for them, give them yeah, and tell them yeah. to pay you. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. you know, get paid for of, things you're already doing. I mean, yeah, you're already everything. going to meetups, you're already doing all that. So that's right, man. Yeah. It could be localized too. So like oh, like maybe a, an awesome deal on, you know, uh meteor or something, yeah. right? Like something where it's like, okay, shit. I mean, you had my intention, but now like I'm gonna whip out my wallet and buy this. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. why not? You know, so that's one thing. Uh, we're going to be doing more web-based things, uh, whether it be like checkout pages. Um, just it's all, That's all a matter of like helping out more businesses too. Like yeah. a lot of them just want even easier ways to, to interface with Bitcoin. So we'll be helping out there. Um, other than that, man, it, it's, there's a, there's a long, long list. <laughs> we'll have an API yeah. so that apps and, uh, you know, developers can plug into us and build some cool experiences based off of our kind of like, you know, uh, infrastructure, yeah. um, our rewards just, platform and, and so Just two people. Just two people, yeah. That's, a, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, but like, you know, unfortunately, about- like I said, we, we raised a little capital. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, big, big shout out to 1031 and their team. Yeah. Uh, really awesome partners. And, uh, We'll likely be raising a little more, but we're modest. We're humble. Of course. <laughs> Stay humble. Uh, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're building. Sure. That's, our, that's what we're doing. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Mike, I appreciate you. Your time, your humbleness, like you just said, and just conversation with you is always magical. I, I don't use that loosely, literally. Every time I talk to Michael, it's such a great time, great experience, and I always learn something new. Please let the listeners know wherever you want to send them, how to download Oshi, where they can follow you, Austin Bitcoin Club, wherever you want, man. All right. Yeah, you can uh, find me on Twitter. It's at Duta. It's D-O-O-O-W-T-A. Uh, Austin Bitcoin Club Twitter as well. Austin BTC Club. Oshi app, you can download iOS, Android. There's also a web app. Uh, it's not like, it's kind of shitty looking because we're not really meant for web, but just shoot me a DM if you, if you want access to it. We'll <laughs> give it to you. Um yeah, I mean, I would, you know, I'd, I would just encourage everybody to, uh, you know, get in touch with your community, your local meetup, um, talk to people in your community about Bitcoin, not in the sense like, you know, 21 million, like, have you heard of fiat? Like, just maybe do a little more listening than talking and, and find ways in which you can slowly like embed Bitcoin into, into your community. Uh, Oshi is a great tool to do that. So 
you're a meetup organizer or meetup attendee or humble pleb, you know, uh, hop on and, and we'll help you start uh, a little Bitcoin beach in your own backyard. Mm, amazing. I didn't think about it that way. Uh, All right, man. I appreciate you. Hey, thank you, man. Yeah. Folks, y'all know where to find us. Value for Value platforms. There's a whole bunch of different ones. Fountain and Breeze seem to be our favorite ones just because they're easy. You could download it to your phone instantly and get going, start streaming sets. That's the best best way to do that. If you want to catch this 4K content, Bitcoin TV. We want to support Bitcoin media outlets. That's what we're here for and talking in bits. Uh, if you haven't moved over to the Bitcoin standard of media, well, that means you're still on Spotify, YouTube, and all that. Do those things that flirt with the algorithm. Rate, share, and subscribe. That helps us get to the top. But... Our main goal here in Talking a Bits is to get you over to the Bitcoin standard of media consumption. And we do that episode by episode, block by block, as we like to say. So thank you for checking out the episode. I'll catch you on the solo rip sometime this weekend. We appreciate y'all as always. Take care.